Hello and welcome to Regen, the e-racing podcast. I am your host, Dino, and I'm joined once again by a man at this stage would watch Marbles Racing. It's Chris Salisbury. <laughs> How are you? I am I am good. I am uh, cautious, uh, as I'm, I'm sure we all are these days, but uh, yeah, I am I'm doing okay. Yeah, that's good to hear. It's good to hear. Very good. Yes, yep. The last episode, uh, we just had a bit of a bonus chat um, with some fun. I thought it was really good. Um, but the most important question, did you get to your local yammery uh, to buy some yams, Chris? You know, I did not get to my local yammery because unfortunately uh, they're sold out of yams. You can't get anything. Really? No toilet rolls. No oh, soap. Yes, of course. No pasta, no spaghetti. Unless it's gluten-free and you're in Sainsbury's. You know, funny observation. Um, yeah, story time. Um, people in supermarkets are like big chickens, okay? Like mm-hmm. Big chickens. And, you know, they do this, they do that. They walk around like there's no tomorrow. They've, they've got tunnel vision at every item they see. Oh, there's pasta. Oh, there's spaghetti. Oh, my God, a jar of curry. And I walk down wow. these aisles out of curiosity. And I walk down the pasta aisle to just annoy myself and there were people looking for pasta and spaghetti and there was none there and they just looked they glanced around dramatically looking oh i've got nothing to have with my meatballs tonight except this wasn't the case there was one box on the shelf in my local supermarket okay one solitary box of pasta and people were looking at this thing and going no Gluten free. <laughs> oh, it can't be that bad, surely. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. To be fair, I have tried some pretty horrendous gluten free cakes before, but um, I've yeah, never, uh, never been there. Yeah. Um, I flattered with a guy who was gluten-free and um, he shouted us some cake uh, on his right. birthday. And, of course, gluten-free cake, um, solid 2 out of 10. Yeah, <laughs> barely edible. <laughs> oh, God. Well, never but, mind. Uh, now we we got through there. it. Yeah. And, of course, we told him it was absolutely delicious. Did um, he make you some more by any chance? No, no, we oh, well, I've escaped got another quickly. one out back, you know. Oh, great, <laughs> more. Cool, I think I'm full. Yep. Yeah, I'm rather full up. I had that once yes. with um, spinach. Uh, I, I don't like spinach. If my old housemate is listening to this, I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> and, You're uh, going to get a phone call. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm going to get murdered. Um, so she made this spinach, uh, spinach tart pie thing. And she uh, she goes, oh, do you want some? And I'm like, ha, ah, yeah. And she made she made me this little bit of she gave, she saved me a slice. She saved me a slice. And she goes, have you had it yet? No. Following day, he had it yet. No. Following day, he had it yet. <laughs> you better haven't. Following day comes along. Have you eaten it yet? I'll try it now. And I put this thing in my mouth. It is bloody awful. It's disgusting. I hate spinach. But obviously, I don't want to upset her, so I go, it's lovely. So she made me the entire bloody thing for myself. She goes, there you go, I made you a whole one. And I'm like, oh, God. Well, where's the closest dog? Okay. Yeah, precisely. (laughs) (laughs) Fetch her at the woofer. 
Right, but yes, uh, great story to get into the episode. Now, I also wanted to touch on, before we get started, um, and this is not part of Media of the Week, I have a very cool album um, as I've been trying uh, different things, uh, different music tastes. Marbula One. Have you heard of Marbula One? I'm guessing it's a blend of marbles and racing. I have not heard of Marbula One, but any form of racing will do. <laughs> any form of racing will do. So Jelly's Marble Runs, JMR Presents, and it actually has a really good intro with all of the team logos, looks really professional. And this video is, uh, it was 15th of March and uh, 25th now. It's got over 500,000 views. Oh, wow. So so it's going pretty well. And, of course, this is round five of the season. It's There's the Hazers, the Limers, uh, the Green Ducks, the Orangers. There's, there's so <laughs> many fun teams. And, of course, they're all different colors. And, and there's the Midnight Wisps, which have like a blue and black sort of color marble. And... It actually is really cool. There's a certain number of laps, and it's really funny when they get the safety marble out. And it's just, <laughs> it is very cool. It's very it's well done. Marble. Yes, there is a safety marble. He doesn't oh, come out. No. Um, one of them fell off the elevator, and he had to come out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really recommend it. So I've been watching that uh, just in my downtime. And it is really good fun. So get on board, um, and I will put links in the show notes uh, for you all to listen to and watch. I will watch that. That is 110% something I need to see. Yes, uh, and they also do uh, rally races for marbles, which... Oh, my yeah, God. Just, just, just have a look at that channel. This is it. It's a feasible replacement for Formula One and the WRC. It's all happening. Yes, exactly. Yep, we've got you covered, fam. Yep, there'll be a replacement for WEC and IMSA soon, I'd, I'd imagine. These races are going to be like 30 minutes. Yeah, so there should be, there should be a, you know, in a six hours of whatever one of those marble tracks is. Okay. Yeah, the six hours of my back garden. Six hours of the back garden. Um, right, media of the week. Uh, I have got a subscription to Tidal. It's sort of a, I don't know, they have high-end audio. Um, and I got it for four months for six bucks. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll try and try and find some albums from artists that I used to listen to. And Three Days Grace, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Chris. I've heard of them, yes. Yes, they are a Canadian rock band formed in Norwood, Ontario in 97. So 97, I would have been eight years old, and I didn't listen to them when I was eight. But uh, yeah, I'm sure in my teen years, I got a lot out of it. Very, very cool. That's good. Three Days Grace, The Outsider. So I'll link that in the show notes if you're after some rock um, and some very good stuff, actually. I'll I'll have a mosey. I'll have a a good old listen to that. Yeah. Yeah recommended so what's your media of the week chris uh i'm staring blankly into space trying to think and i'm going to continue the theme of music so my major of the week is you know throwing it back is uh an album called the seldom seen kid by elbow and this thing was probably released in 2006 
Uh, <laughs> but it is such a good album. Uh, it was one of my favorite albums where, when I was back then. But then I uh, I started. I listened to it the other day, and this album is probably one of the best albums ever, in my opinion. It's one wow. of the greatest pieces, one of the greatest albums ever made, in my opinion. I like to think I've got quite a, a wide range in music taste. Um, that being said, people will be like, ha, no, he hasn't. Um, but this is honestly one of the great albums in my eyes. Like, if It would be in my top five easily uh, if I had to make a list. And this this album tells the story of the breakdown of a marriage, which sounds very depressing. But the, the music is great. It's very relaxing, very soothing. And, oh, 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 it's, it's very good. It's very good. So give it a listen. Uh, you've got songs on there like uh, Grounds for Divorce, uh, which was by Elbow. Um, and then One Day Like This. Um, I'm sure you all know it. I won't sing it, but it's like... Um, That's the start. Um no, no vocal, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, Elbow, Seldom Seen Kid, album, 12 tracks, released many years ago, but give it a listen. You can get it on YouTube. So, All right, I'll link it as well. Yeah, decent. Okay, uh, into the news. And of course, it is very slim pickings. Uh, so we've got a release here from the official ABB FIA Formula E website. The ABB FIA Formula E Championship and the FIA have announced that the 2019-2020 season will be temporarily, temporarily suspended for a two-month period, uh, considering the challenge the current health crisis poses, poses to the organisation of events in city centres. I really should have read through this earlier, so I'm not just butchering it. The decision made in coordination with the relevant local authorities to temporarily freeze races held in high-populated cities was taken as the most responsible course of action due to the continued spread of the coronavirus and the World Health Organization officially declaring COVID-19 a pandemic. Uh, So it goes into uh, the well-being of the staff and spectators, um, the entire championship workforce being the number one priority, uh, as it should be, It also says, as a consequence of the suspension, it will no longer be possible to race in Paris, Seoul, or Jakarta, as previously announced on the original scheduled dates. Uh, So the the calendar is going to have a bit of a shake-up. So I'm not sure what we're going to see, but I had a bit of a look, and potentially there could be only four races left. Yeah. Uh, so it could be a very cut down season or uh, they might, as we previously mentioned in the last podcast or two, uh, Valencia, the circuit Ricardo Tormo uh, might feature heavily uh, in picking up a few races. So um, Chris, got a few questions here that I jotted down uh, just to have a bit of a discussion about the rest of the season. If there is only four races left, does to cost a hold on considering that the package to cheetah have under them is just rapid basically see the thing is with formula e4 races is, is still a lot uh, i would say the costa is in a prime position right now i would say his main challenger is arguably mitch evans so i think if there if there are four races somehow uh in the rest of this season um it will be a DaCosta-Evans uh, title fight. 
Um, just depends on who's got the better form, really, and more consistent. So I think he can, though. I think he could easily hang on. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. And I was having a look as well. Uh, Berlin, obviously, at Tempelhof could just be the team's heading there um, because it's not in a city centre. It's a wee bit away and the track is specifically made. Um, do we want, you know, I mean, if the US is cleared by then in July, um, potentially we could see that. So we could have maybe three three potential double headers to yeah. close the season. Yeah, I mean, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, get two, four, six races in uh, instead of the four which would be great. I think Berlin and New York are well positioned to be doubleheaders uh, because the beauty of those two circuits is on the Tempelhof and Brooklyn Red Hook thing district um, is that they're not in city centres, they're literally in open spaces. So with with Berlin, it is quite honestly on the airport apron uh, of Tempelhof, so that wouldn't be a disruption at all. And I think it'd be the same with Brooklyn because that's, um, sorry, New York, because that is on a harbour. I would like to see them as doubleheaders. Um, yeah, I, I want to see doubleheaders. I just want to get back to racing and get back to normality, really, because that's all we want right now. And looking at the calendar, it is, it, it's difficult to digest and see what might happen in the future. Doubleheaders, yes, please. I think, yeah. I just want normality. So doubleheaders, yes. All for it. Yeah. Come here. Cool. Show me the races. Okay, uh, and we're going to do a prediction. How many drivers will be left on zero points at the end of the season, Chris? Ooh, multiple. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Um, Marching Hua uh, will not get a point. Uh, Oliver Turvey will not get a point. Um, Neil Sharney will not get a point. And uh, it pains me to say it, and it breaks my heart to say it, but Nico Muller... Um, I think I think Nico will get a point and also I reckon Turvey because I did say at the start of the season that Neo will get points a point at least Uh, (laughs) so he has to he has to to keep the keep the faith alive yes (laughs) see I said the opposite I'm confident they won't get a point but so, I mean, a small part of me hopes that I'm right, but at the same time, I don't want to seem a, like a competitor struggle. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, we love them here. all. Yeah, love them all. I mean, we like to see them fighting. We do. We want everyone in the top 10 at some point. Mm-hmm. We want to see them wheel to wheel. Uh, so, because of the current situation with COVID-19, the rise of esports... And everyone seems to be getting on board at the moment. Uh, so we have a couple of things to check out here. Um, and firstly, have you watched any esports uh, since since being at home? I have. Uh, so I've been watching... What have I watched? Um, I watched the highlights of the not-Australian Grand Prix. Yes. Then I watched... I watched the one on Sunday night, which was the... Uh, Virtual F1 Bahrain Grand Prix, which I thoroughly enjoyed. That was um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I watched. The, I watched the qualifying for the first round of the race, uh, the race race, which was at Nurburgring, I think, and that was on the weekend of Australia. But I have actually been watching sim racing. So, um, have you heard of Jimmy Broadbent? I'd imagine so. 
He's been. I've heard the, of Jimmer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we like Jimmer. Jimmer. Uh, no Punderino. Um, yeah. And I, I, I've been watching Jimmy Broadbent for years now. And I've been watching a lot of his races online. And some of them have been great. He did one uh, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was. And it was a lobby of 50 drivers, uh, all professional, um, racing against each other on iRacing. And it was a randomised track in a random car, and they were driving Porsche 911s around Daytona. Um, it was anarchy. It was anarchy with this race. It was great, though. Great fun. Really, really good. Uh, have you been watching the esports? Because it's been brilliant. I have. I have been watching uh, the race all-star esports battle. So, uh, yep. So, you can... We are the race uh, on YouTube, I think, as well as uh, Twitter. So, of course, Tom Dillman was starring, like we predicted. Yes, we did. And <laughs> and he did well. He actually won. Um, so there was qualifying and the top five got through. Mm. And then for all the people that didn't get in the top five in each of the heats, uh, there was a second chance. And I think he was having a few difficulties uh with the a few technical difficulties but he won uh, the second chance qualifier and it was a great race he just stormed away uh tom dillman so he did a really good job made the final but i mean the the amount of star power nico hulkenberg um rosenquist junkadea uh stoffel you know de vries Felix da Costa, um, just Rudy Van Buren, you know, like the amount of quality that entered that race was just ridiculous and everyone's getting on board. Yeah, it's nice to see. You know, um, Esteban Gutierrez, I think was in there as well. And yes, yeah. it was just, it was just amazing. Um, I also watched the Not Australian Grand Prix. I haven't had the chance to, not the Bahrain Grand Prix as yet from Veloce. Um, and I did watch the F1, um, Bahrain virtual Grand Prix as well, which was absolute carnage, but Jimmer did well. Yeah. It was very exciting. It was very exciting. And I, I, yeah, I, I mean, Guan Yu Zhou just bossed it, didn't he? Oh, he stormed ahead, didn't he? I mean, I thought Philip Eng was going to be dominant after his qualifying performance, but by God, Joe was, oh, 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 pacey. It was great. Yes, yeah. It was very, very good, yeah. If he can do that in Formula 2, well, Renault might have to have a look and go, (laughs) ooh, we need to put him somewhere now. Hire that man. Hire that man. Or Formula E, hire that man. Actually, someone that, man. Neo should oh, yeah. be a good not, fit for we, Neo, wouldn't he? Yeah, we won't go there. Um, <laughs> and also, got to talk about Formula Sim Racing, Drillers Esports, our partner. Go and check them out as well. Uh, Henry Sinek and Martin Hemmingson are doing quite a few different races at the moment, whether it is uh, the cars or uh, the single seaters. Get behind them. Yeah, support our. Formula Sim Racing, Drillers Esports partners. It's great. Very good, huh? It's the perfect time for it. You mean, bring out the esports. Let's get some racing done. Great fun. Yep, absolutely. 
So finally, thank you to Huzu Graphics on Twitter for doing the amazing episode artwork and hopefully uh, there will be quite a few more races this season for him to show off his great work. Uh, his link is in the show notes and our, his work can be seen on our website, regenracingpodcast.com and Instagram. Uh, Twitter, you can get us on at regenracing and Insta on at regeneracingpod. Um, yeah, chat to us. We love to chat about racing. We'll talk to you about marble racing. Uh, we'll talk to you about esports. Hit us up. Hello at regenracingpodcast.com. Yeah, always here to talk. Uh, yep, we can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. And thank you for continuing to listen to us. Uh, we appreciate that you take the time to do so, considering the amount of Formula E podcasts uh, that, are, that are starting up and on offer, uh, that you choose to spend time with us in your ears so thank you so much yeah it is massively appreciated and uh if you would like to donate to the show it'll go towards artwork uh, and the cost of keeping the website up and running there is a donation link in the show notes so thank you very much chris as always it's a pleasure uh, hopefully you can keep sane over the next wee while keep sane Whew managed i'll uh keep going i'm gonna entertain myself with um with you can hear the uh the the the, the tumbleweeds in the background and the crickets you know his mind searching for something no, well i might edit it out but you know <laughs> <laughs> you're very kind <laughs> no we'll uh we will keep calm we will carry on in a safe manner, obviously, and like and like some of the British public, and um, we'll get through this. Do you know what I mean? It's we're in this together. The entire world's in this together, and um, we will continue no matter what. And everyone will be there for each other. Um, you know, we we hope that this podcast will uh, entertain you if you are uh, stuck at home, and uh, you know, if you ever need someone to chat to, I'm sure me and Dino will be there. Uh, the podcast you want to talk about motorsport uh yeah and also um one thing i've got to put in uh, formula e who've also released every single race in its history on youtube um so if you really want to catch up on every formula e race so far you got the perfect time i think there's about 62 hours of footage in there so get cracking huh We've just we've just sorted the rest of your month. Yeah. How good is that? Look at that. Bang. You, you could do a race a day. That's two months. Well, let's hope it doesn't get there, but uh, yeah. Yeah, fingers crossed. You know, that's, uh, that's a, dire, a, a dire situation, but think of all those Buemi wins eh, in season three. It'll be great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We forget about that sometimes, the, the machine that he is. Um, but again, thank you, everyone. We truly appreciate it and come and chat with us. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>